0: Welcome to the Netflix and Swill Podcast, your source for Netflix news, reviews, and booze. I'm Caleb. And I'm a background character who only runs at four frames a second. Well, that saves on development
1: time. It does. Uh, First, before we talk about the Pokemon game, how are you doing?
0: Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm officially done with my shitty job. I'm not going back there anymore. And Good. now I'm exploring new opportunities with the company. So I will be in Pittsburgh tomorrow. Oh. Well,
1: interesting. Cause uh, I, I did ask you last week if you were looking to, you know, stay within the company, but and yeah. you weren't looking to. But I I guess they
0: let you or are willing to let you. That's the thing. Like, after three years it'd be a shame to just throw away all the shit I learned. But like also that the, the store I was working in was so fucking toxic that I just never want to be there again. But also, uh, if I stay with the company until, like, February, when bonuses come out, I'll be getting, like, probably like a $20,000 bonus check. So well, there you go. So that'll get me through a couple months. And then after that, all bets are off. So... What I will say is that um, there's a company that probably could be
1: looking for people with your kind of skills, skills that make you a nightmare for your former company, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, skill, skills that uh, I specifically pay.
0: Yeah. Uh, We'll we'll discuss because I actually don't know what the name of the company is you work for. Well, all right.
1: Can I really not fucking craft Brick Break? Oh,
0: I fucking, oh, I'm so mad. Uh, so Dan's yelling about uh Pokemon video game. Dan, why don't you tell us about your Pokemon video game? All right, so I've been playing, oh, that's a great question. How, uh, actually, how long have I been
1: playing this game? Uh, I don't know. Does it tell me? Is there any way for it to tell me? There has to be because there used to be. Uh, nineteen hours. I've been playing for nineteen hours. Um, feels like longer, but uh, I'm half probably like around halfway through. Actually, it's probably a little less than halfway through. I haven't even gotten my fourth badge yet. Uh, I have two Pokemon that are on the verge of level fifty. Uh, and that's I mean that's been my big complaint about uh, Pokemon games at least recently is just the leveling. In the in the game is just too extreme to where like if you have two like because you have this thing called experience share where you just share experience and then uh you know your starter Pokemon is just a a level a million and you're fucking walking around like a level five C dot for no fucking reason it's like okay
0: well like in uh, Sword and Shield you could do like the raids and Mm -hmm. you would be rewarded with candy that would just like. It's just candy that you feed to your monsters to give them yep. like a straight like number amount of experience points uh so I had a level seventy Pokemon before the first gym
1: uh so there's there's that it's it's pokemon like it's it's always going to be fun because it's Pokemon uh, so uh if you don't like hearing good things about Pokemon, uh ignore. Uh, that being said, it, the game does run, run like fucking dog shit. Um, there's there's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. It it does run horrendously. Uh, I I get I get why people think that matters. For the most part, it does it does matter. But like, I, I I just play it, and yeah, there's some hitches. Uh, characters literally run at like four frames a second if you're not like right next to them uh you the camera fucking clips through the ground so you see like the empty space underneath the fucking earth where there's nothing so like (laughs) yeah there's problems but it's a pokemon game i have fun anyway i always enjoy pokemon games you know i may not enjoy some like i do others but i still enjoy pokemon games So I'm having fun. I can't wait to get to the end game in order to start breeding competitive Pokemon and trying to play competitively to a a certain extent. Uh, You know, it's Pokemon. Uh, Like, I know that Game Freak needs to hire better people. No, no, (laughs) no. I know Game Freak needs to hire better people in terms of, you know programmers developers in order to make shit like not run like absolute fucking garbage but it's pokemon you're going to have fun playing it regardless yeah also they got rid of um straight up buying tms now you can craft tms using you know uh like Pokemon dra- dra- Pokemon you defeat drop uh, crafting materials so you can now craft certain TMs with those crafting materials. Interesting. Uh, it is interesting because now instead of basically requiring you to, you know, randomly find, you know, nuggets, rare bones, that kind of thing towards like end game, Now you can just go out, EV train Pokemon and get crafting materials for TMs to make them competitively viable in the late game. Hmm. So I actually like that. Shit. That's actually a, a good change. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, other thing that needs to stop is uh, please start removing Poka uh, Poka centers like like there's too many. There's too many healing spots. Uh, there, there's like two in a city, like in every city, there's two. I don't know why. Uh, please, please just make it. So there's one in each city. So the the map stops looking like it's cluttered with fucking Pokemon stops or Pokemon centers. But that's it. That's, uh, that's really all I have to say. I'm not too far in, uh, maybe the frame rates get even worse as the game goes on. Who the fuck knows?
0: (laughs) And I'm, I'm so happy for you. Why? I don't know. Oh, okay. It's time to get into a time honored segment that we have here. Called, What's Your Swill?
1: Can we please get some alcohol into my mouth? He hates these cans! <laughs> Stay away from the cans! Uh, I had the same thing as last week. I just bought two cans of Dogfish Head 90 Minutes. Uh, which both Yaney and Nick tell me that's how long they hop the hops, I guess. Guys, guys mm-hmm. I, I, I just drink it. I don't give a fuck, okay? You know? You know? <laughs> Hop in the hops let's hop right into it hey i said the thing what do you have
0: uh i have a labat blue light which is mm. i think used to be the official beer of major league hockey but is not anymore also i said major league hockey which you know i don't think that's really what that's called <laughs>
1: oh fuck uh yes my my favorite league the mlh
0: (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah put a sports one right in the bucket
1: oh uh it used to be the official beer of the pittsburgh penguins and they are part of the nhl the national hockey league
0: well, yeah, I know what the league's called, but I don't know. Okay. I,
1: I, it's, I just need you to know, it's important to me that you know that.
0: <laughs> Do they, uh, I don't know. It's like Labatt not sponsor the team anymore or like. Uh, mm. I don't think so. I would think that like. Beer the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> I would think that it's fucking it's still a bat. Iron City.
1: Okay, it's still it's still a Bat Blue. Good, good that what that warms the cockles of my hearts, hearts heart. I'm not a time lord. I just yeah, I, I, like you said, I wish it was Iron City. It should be Iron City. Anything else is a travesty. That's a, that's the only beer I get when I go to Pittsburgh sporting events is Iron City.
0: I don't know. I just associate that with Pittsburgh sports. So it's also like dirt fucking cheap at the well, dirt cheap
1: at the arena uh, stadium, whatever. Cause you know, they jack up beer prices to be like five X. All right. uh, Let's move into news and talk about some things that happened this week. Oh shit. It's mail time.
0: All right, well, uh, Netflix is rolling out a new feature that lets you remove your X from your account without changing your password. So uh, I looked through this because, you
1: know, I-, I saw this feature and I was like, oh, interesting. Let me make sure that we're not signed into anywhere that actually isn't any of the places that we should be signed into. And we're not. But it got me remembering about the time that my brother still had my ex's fucking Netflix password and just watched like s- softcore porn when Netflix had it on there on their profile. <laughs> like late at night he just had fucking softcore porn playing. And and it was really funny cuz everyone was like, "Oh, that's what happened?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, yeah, they were fucking wondering about that. Like, who the fuck had their Netflix that, that, that they're just watching hot, so, like softcore porn all, all night or something? Uh, I just laughed. I thought it was really funny. That's awesome. So, you know, 10 years later, that problem is solved. They didn't have to change any passwords. My brother's a legend. Sometimes. <laughs> Other times he's a fucking moron. So, yeah, neat feature. Uh, this is definitely in front of the password sharing thing that's going to happen. Whatever, whatever there happens that way, like if you're the main person in charge, you're not paying for other locations other than the ones you specifically know about. So I think this is an overall good change, but also a harbinger of the uh, potential dark times of the password sharing crackdown.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Ah, what else? Uh, Greta Gerwig will likely be directing the first two Chronicles of Narnia movies for Netflix.
1: Yep. This comes courtesy of, and I want to say exclusively, our friend Casey Moore over at What's on Netflix. uh, He let me know about this last week.
0: Yeah, he's exclusively our friend. Nobody else can have him.
1: Nobody else has him. Uh, So he let me know about this last week, and... He was like Netflix didn't talk to him about it, so he was kind of not wanting to put it out there. Uh, Also, apparently he was told that uh, trades were going to get it before him. So uh, he just said, hey, I have exclusive information. I'm going to just publish it. And here it is. So uh, get fucked, trades. Greta Gerwig is making the Barbie movie, which is unironically my most anticipated movie of 2023. Yeah. It might be good. She also did Lady Bird and uh, Little Women 2019. I haven't seen Little Women 2019.
0: Lady Bird's a good movie. Is Lady Bird a sequel to Birdman? Birdman! (laughs) Are you
1: a Chronicles of Narnia person?
0: That's not something you can just ask somebody, Dan. Um, I don't know. I'm fine with it. I never was like super into it. I think when I was a kid, I read Prince Caspian. Hmm. I don't know. It was one of the ones that wasn't Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. Sure. I understand that like it's closely linked with Tolkien and I am a big Tolkien fan, but I, it doesn't carry over for me. I, sure. I don't really care that much about Narnia.
1: Yeah, uh, I know I've never read it. Uh, I know that essentially it's an allegory for children being fucking bored during the... Uh, not an allegory, it's exactly a children being bored during the bombing of London. Mm-hmm. And therefore uh, using the the adventures of Narnia as a way to distract them from their parents potentially being fucking dead. That's true. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's, you know... Whenever these come out, which probably won't be twenty twenty till like 2025,
0: 2026,
1: cuz Greta Gerwig probably hasn't even started. Like, like no one's probably cleared their schedules. They probably didn't even cast the kids. We would know about the casting of the kids by the time, like before the the movie even began shooting. So I don't know. Um, I just shrug at this point. Who, who the fuck knows what, what's going on with this? We first heard about this in like I think I want to say twenty eighteen. Uh it's taken them four years to even get to a director. So who the fuck knows when
0: when this will be happening? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe never.
1: Maybe never. All right, our final news story is that Murderville will have a Christmas special premiering on December 15th. Remember Murderville? Hmm. Yes, I do. I was gonna say I was gonna say, bro, there's no way you don't remember Murderville. I'd be very upset with you if you forgot Murderville.
0: Yeah. Well like, I love Murderville. I haven't thought about it in a while.
1: That's because it's probably getting canceled. Oh, Cause nobody's talking nobody talks about that show. Nobody watched that show. Uh just like Warrior None. So the, pr- the show's probably done unless the Christmas special does bonkers numbers. But still, I want to watch it. Uh, this has Jason Bateman and Maya Rudolph. Nice. So yeah, I want to see uh, Jason Bateman Will Arnett reunite for improv shenanigans. Maya Rudolph's fine.
0: I don't know. I enjoy Maya my Rudolph. She, I almost she- said I enjoy my <laughs> Rudolph.
1: Rudolph the red Nose brain deal
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fucking uh, Rudolph was how I learned as a kid that everybody will make fun of you until they need you. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So yeah, look forward to more Murderville watch it so maybe we
0: can get a season two i doubt it but you know fingers crossed season two i don't know that show can't cost anything to make but probably the
1: most expensive thing is will arnett and the guest star every episode
0: yeah just getting yeah i don't know i just every now and then i'll just think about kumail nanjiani doing his weird walk down the hall and I'll yeah. just get a little I'll just get a little smile on my face, yeah, that was the best part of his his episode. Uh, him terrible. yeah,
1: he's not a very funny person. He's a very funny person when they has stuff written for him. Can't do it off the cuff yeah, which is okay. it happens.
0: all right, uh it's time to get into downstream where we talk about the latest and greatest of Netflix trailers. Baby, I can't control the internet. <laughs> Uh, our first trailer this week is for A Dan of Action. He is a Dan of Action. He is a Dan of Honor. <laughs> he is a Dan of Duty. Ah, you said Duty. A Man of Action is a drama loosely inspired by the life of Lucio Ertubia. Uh A Man of Action explores the figure of Spain's most famous anarchist, who carried out a counterfeiting scheme to cheat the world's largest bank. Uh, This looks neat. This is like a true crime thing, but like dramatized. Yeah,
1: dramatized like. I don't know. It it reminds me of. uh... Oh, what the fuck is that? Kevin Costner, the the intouchables, the
0: untouchables. Untouchables, Yeah.
1: Yeah, kind of like that, but told from the perspective of not uh, the pig fuckers.
0: Yeah, it's like if there was an Untouchables about how Al Capone was a real cool guy. Al Capone's a real cool guy. You know why? Because he had herpes. Uh, I think it was syphilis. Same thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this looks... What is cancer I oh. thought you said AIDS same thing same thing yeah I mean it looks cool looks like a cool movie uh look, actually looks like a this is Italian so it looks like a a 90s uh gangster movie to a degree so you know Italian cinema 30 years behind us
0: yeah that's true um our next trailer is for the recruit. Watch the official trailer for *The Recruit*, an upcoming Netflix series starring Noah Centineo. Um, I think I just watched *Black Adam*. I think it's the same boy who was Adam Smasher. Noah Centineo, sure.
1: you don't remember him from the *To All the Boys* franchise?
0: Oh yeah, he's he's also the boy. <laughs> he's the boy in the *Into All, All the, the Boys*. Boys. <laughs> Uh, A fledgling lawyer at the CIA becomes enmeshed in dangerous international power politics when a former asset threatens to expose the nature of her long-term relationship with the agency unless they exonerate her of a serious crime. A A rookie lawyer at the CIA stumbles headlong into the dangerous world of international espionage. When a former asset threatens to expose agency secrets, I slurred all of my words. So then I started enunciating super hard. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips, the tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. The human torch was denied a bank loan. Ribs. I had ribs for lunch. (laughs) Ah, he was Black Adam. Got it. I know people from things that I've seen. Yeah. Um, I said he was from Black Adam.
1: Oh well, I said he was Adam Smasher.
0: You I said he I, was Adam Smasher. Yeah, Black Adam Smasher.
1: That's that. It that just makes him a racist character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or he was doing sex. Hmm.
1: Hmm.
0: Adam smashing that butt. Adam smashed that ass. Uh, We Uh, really don't want to talk about this trailer, do we?
1: uh, No, actually, I really want to talk about this trailer. I love this trailer. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Like, I think Casey Moore said he was watching this show, and uh, he, he, uh, he didn't have nice things to say about it, but boy, this trailer makes this show look really good. Uh, Also, it gives me the vehicle of Noah Centineo that I've always wanted uh, because he needs to be in things. Uh, Also, this enforces my ever-growing opinion that uh, Mark Ruffalo should just play Noah Centineo's dad in something so they can be father and son with the exact same delivery.
0: Yeah. I I would love to see... The Ruffalo Buffalo, as you know, the surly older CIA agent, it'd be great. I'd love it. And then maybe Keanu's like his partner, and there's a part where he goes, I am a CIA agent.
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that. Remember the time that, and then Paul Walker, and then they bring Paul Walker back from the grave. Because Hollywood has that ability. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They make it like a horror movie. There's a spooky skeleton in it. Yeah. (laughs)
1: So, yeah, uh, the recruit looks good. It won't be a main review topic because December is locked in. Like, uh, let me explain. Let me explain to you guys what December looks like. For,
0: for the Netflix and Swole podcast. Because yes. uh, you, you uh, I will tell say, me what moves. I will say. Thank you for my Christmas present.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Um, so, yeah. Here, here's December. Tell me what you. If you really disagree with any of these picks. You tell me what moves. Anybody. Not not Caleb. I'm not calling out Caleb here. he's He's been given a great gift. Here's all the main review topics for December. We have. 1899, which is the follow up to uh, Dark, the, the creators of Dark. That's their follow up. Like this is a big thing. It's English language. It's everything you want from the creators of Dark. Uh, then we have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, the entire thing, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, and then let's go the first episode of January, The Witcher, Blood Origin. Somebody tell me what's moving for for the recruit. Sorry, but. That's that's what's that's 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 the show is those that's it. Although we could probably squeeze the recruit in during glass on you, know, knives out mystery because. You know, it's two hours of fun. Yes. That might be the play. So, yeah, um, but yeah, the recruit looks good. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll watch at least some of
0: it and determine if it's any good. Well, all right. And last but not least uh, is my little ray of hope uh, on the horizon. Uh, this is, you know, my my whole life has been, you know, struggling to turn back the tide at the Battle of Helm's Deep. And now Gandalf the White has shown up on the horizon leading the forces of Gondor into battle
1: It's the riders of rohan
0: yeah it is the riders of rohan or rohan or whatever you want to call them no yeah he was he was bringing back uh he was bringing back Aomer's detachment that they didn't think was going to make it back there that's what it was yeah carl urban was there yes uh it's the trailer for part three of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, episodes 25 to 38, the finale. This is the end. The whole season will be here uh, of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, premiere worldwide on Thursday, December 1st, 2022, only on Netflix. The final chapter in the concluding battle in the century spanning intertwining fate of the, jo- the Joestar family and Dio begins. Uh, Jolene's troubles have only multiplied, but her mission is clear. Do everything she can to stop Father Poochie's plan from succeeding. Dan, I can't wait to explain to you how gravity works. Father Poochie. Is, is he gonna die on the way to back to his home planet? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I uh, f-
0: oh well, that'd be so good. They do go to Cape Canaveral as a plot point. Well, they're in Florida, so that makes sense. Yeah. Well, so you remember when we talked about five seasons of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure? Did you seen this? You heard yes. about this? Do you remember that? Yes, I, I so- remember. I, I, I
1: thought about just just leaving it right there and just canceling the show.
0: Yeah. Um. Do you remember how I explained to you like basically the entire story is like about fate and like how they're trying to escape fate and shit. Like fate is a very big thing in Jojo. Oh, okay. Uh, sure. But, uh, so the reason that they're going to Cape Canaveral is to try to change fate because fate and gravity are essentially the same thing. In this universe, and gravity is at its weakest at Cape Canaveral, which is why we shoot rockets from there.
1: What? Oh, uh, okay.
0: Yeah. I'll explain in more detail, but that's why they go to Cape Canaveral. Sure. Is that scientifically true? Yes. Well, okay, then. That. That gravity is at its weakest at Cape Canaveral, not that fate and gravity yeah. are the uh, same force. Yeah.
1: I feel you, Dog. Uh so so yeah, uh this is my Christmas gift to you. Me watching all 38 episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean, uh, of which I have not watched a single one because not all of them are out yet.
0: Yeah, I watched uh I watched the first part, and then whenever part two came out, I started watching it a little bit, and I was like, what's the point? I'm just going to have to wait two more months.
1: I will say, like, I am proud of Netflix for getting it together for parts two and three, because the wait between part one and two was ridiculous. Like, yeah, was it nine months? Well, like... Oh well, we talked about this before. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, it's not really Netflix pulling the strings there. It's David Productions who does the animation that has been fucking dragging their dick about it. So, but everybody's yelling at Netflix about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, they're
1: they're 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 introducing ads. Hey, they're making us pay for passwords. Hey, they're they're losing money. Kick, kick while they're down. Do it quickly. But uh, I am glad that they got their shit together, so we could actually, you know, see in the next couple parts within relatively good time. It was what only a few
0: months between parts two and three. Yeah, after what, like six months between parts one and two? I thought it was nine. It was a long time, a long fucking time. That was a long fucking time, boys.
1: Yeah, let, uh, let me actually see what the the thingy was. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So I'm looking at Japanese air dates for uh, Stone Ocean. And uh, Japanese air dates. Uh, we only. We don't even, OK. This is Japan. Are you ready for this shit? Mm-hmm. So. 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 Episodes uh, 1 through 12 in Japan are releasing uh, uh, on home media on November 30th. Part 2, which is 13 through 24, is releasing February 24th of 2023. And then episodes 25 through 38 are releasing May 31st in 2023 in Japan. In in home media. Uh, It looks like... It looks like it was December 1st, 2021 uh, was the first 12 episodes. Then September 1st, 2022 for uh, the, the next batch. And now we're back to December. So it took them a whole year to release 38 episodes, which if you amortize isn't horrendous. But when you think about the wait in between batch one and batch two,
0: that's pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, that's not good.
1: But yeah, uh, I'm excited. I like Jojo's Adventure, even though uh, I-, I binged literally all of part three uh, over the course of a weekend, which was a foolish
0: endeavor. Let me tell you. Yeah. Part three that is was- very long.
1: That was a foolish, foolish endeavor, and therefore I started much more quickly on all other parts uh, and got to enjoy them a bit more. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Stone
0: Ocean. It's it's hard to say what my favorite JoJo part is, but I think that like the way Stone Ocean ends is probably the most interesting thing that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has ever done.
1: Well, okay then.
0: I look forward to it. Alright, uh, and that'll bring us into Quick Hits. Uh, so, Dan, have you watched anything noteworthy or mentionable? No. Uh, this is actually a rare week where I've done
1: nothing. I played a lot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, uh, raged a lot, and yeah. Uh, and then I played a bunch of Pokemon Scarlet so you know my quick hit was me talking about Pokemon Scarlet for however long yeah you did
0: well I watched Rat Race which is uh a movie never, fact, race, never saw race. it before I'm weaning I'm weaning um, yeah yeah <laughs> So, uh, so I've
1: actually seen this movie, so we can talk about it together.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My uh, my wife suggested it. I guess she had watched my it wife. before. My wife. My man. That's nothing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, of course, was aware of it. Because I was alive at the time when it came out. Mm-hmm. Sure were never saw it before so uh it reminded me that Brecken Meyer exists as well as Amy smart oh fuck I forgot about Amy smart yeah Amy smart so did so did for... Hollywood Amy smart for just a little while was like the hottest person on the planet and then she she gave us her magic and then she went away forever yeah she was in she was in this she was in uh, she had her boobs out in Road Trip. She was in the Butterfly Effect, which is a bad movie, uh, and she was in Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds.
1: Oh fuck, that is her! It is.
0: Huh. Well, okay then. Yeah. Uh, Race. It's it's a movie where a bunch of people, uh, led by John Cleese, like to bet on things. So they're like, hey, we're going to put $2 million in a locker in Silver City, and, like, all these fucking losers have to go and try to get it first. Whoever gets there first gets the money. Uh, so it's just, like, rich people torturing people for pleasure. Um, so So Squid Game, 20 years ago. So... Uh, an accurate representation of how the economy works. Also, yeah, um, that Cuba Gooding Jr. is here. He used oh, to act. Fuck, that's right. He was in this movie. I yeah, forgot about he... him. Yeah, at one point he has to drive a bus full of Lucille Ball impersonators, which probably is the best part of the movie because <laughs> the bus <laughs> breaks down and they're all just going. Hey, Uh,
1: so so i will say this is one of those movies that i've seen in pieces because it used to play on comedy central a lot and i would just like flip (laughs) it on and then like flip back like like this would play during like against like sports for me so i'd like flip to this while i was watching like a pirates game or something like as commercials were playing so like i've seen most of the movie is just I have to piece it together through a recollection of all the things that happened in the movie.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Listen to this fucking cast list though. It's a veritable who's who of people who used to kind of matter. Uh we got breckenmeier Meyer, Amy Smart, Whoopi Goldberg, Cuba Gooding Jr., uh fucking Seth Green is here. Uh, John Lovitz. Uh, we got Rowan Atkinson. We got mm-hmm. uh, certainly other people. But oh, Kathy Bates is in here as like a what? crazy lady who sells squirrels at the side of the road. Uh, and whenever Whoopi Goldberg refuses to buy a squirrel, she gives her wrong directions to make her drive off a cliff. And on the way down, there's signs that say you should have bought a squirrel. And then they just they just crash. Oh my fucking god, I remember that. <laughs> oh my
1: god, I remember that part of the movie.
0: <laughs> it's pretty incredible.
1: Bro, I like you you would have to remind me of the order of events in this movie. But like all I know is like the end of the movie. When they show up with the money and they fight over the money at the concert, and, and I can't remember who's, I, I think it's like an actual musical act playing at a concert.
0: Yeah, it's and Smash Mouth because this came out in two thousand one. <laughs> 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 Guess what song they play? I'll give you three guesses. You'll need one. I mean, they. Let's be clear here. They had two hits.
1: Two hits. One was their original song. One is a cover of like a nineteen sixty song. song. By the
0: Monkeys.
1: Yeah. Uh I'm going to just say it's all star. How did you know? Oh no. How did I know that what their their original song got pulled for this movie
0: and not the song they specifically did for Shrek 2? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Rat right, Race, right, pretty good. Funny, funny movie.
1: Remember the, the beginning of the movie where John Lovitz is driving with his uh, his wife and kids and the the daughter's like, I gotta go use the bathroom and he's just like, oh no, it's not the beginning, it's like right after the rat race starts because he doesn't want to stop because he just wants to keep driving so that way they can win the rat race and the money. And uh, his daughter's like, I, but I gotta go to the bathroom. So he makes her fucking use the bathroom out of the car window. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing. I vividly remember that part for some reason. Don't know why.
0: Do you remember the Tourette's guy YouTube videos? I feel like we've brought them up before.
1: Um, Probably, but I don't remember.
0: It's like a middle-aged guy in a neck brace yelling. Uh, but there's like an out of context clip in one of the videos randomly where he goes pissing out the window and shitting out the window or two different things. Oh, it made me think of that.
1: Huh.
0: Um, yeah, sure. It was a thing that existed in the early 2000s. It would have been contemporary with this movie. People would have cared about it, I guess. I'm here to tell you about an exciting opportunity that people are talking about. Do you people have are dreams? About it. I know I do. The show's stupid.
1: I can't believe yeah. you. I can't believe a. That Rat Race is on Netflix, and B, that you watched Rat Race on recommendation of your wife. My
0: wife.
1: All right, so uh, with all that out of the way, it's time to get into our mini-view topic for the week, which will be, uh, what even is our p- podcast about this week oh slumberland uh but not before we get into a quick break where we tell you why you should uh invest in this wonderful wonderful podcast so stick uh, around for that
0: oh why don't why don't we hop into a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about our main review topic there don't you know i don't know who this but character it, is oh i i assumed you were doing the
1: canada gooses guy from fucking slumberland
0: oh there's a timmy's that's a tim hortons for you eh? <laughs> I was out for a rip, you know, and uh... (laughs) I have much to discuss with that character, but uh, we'll do so only after this quick, quick promo break. I'm just so happy that he set out for a rip. That's so fucking Canadian.
1: The Netflix and Swill podcast is brought to you by our wonderful patrons, Gerald Morris, Bill Sutton, Ashley the Bubby Gorski. Ben Kiefer Paul Prezula The Mike Rula Daniel Henderson Julio Oliveira Jimmy De La Rosa Chris Yaney Nate Wade Alan Gallarisi Casey Moore Jason the Nerdrovert Sam the Hurlihee Boy Hurley Nick Haskins David Powell and My Mom. If you'd like to join that illustrious list of patrons, visit patreon.com slash Netflix and Swill. Or, if you'd like to support us without spending any money, you can... Share our podcast on social media, tell a friend, or review the podcast on any podcatcher. It'd be greatly appreciated. Now, back to your regularly scheduled banter. Welcome back, everybody. Caleb, it's time to get into our main interview topic for the week.
0: Slumberland! Slumberland is a new adventure comedy family film on Netflix. Uh, It's an hour and 57 minutes, which... I thought that this was a series up until I started watching it for some reason. Uh, it's PG rated. It's a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, stars Jason Momoa and Marlo Barkley and Chris O'Dowd. A young girl discovers a secret map to the dream world of slumberland. And with the help of an eccentric outlaw, she traverses dreams and flees nightmares with the hope that she will be able to see her late father again. uh, Dan, what did you think of Slumberland? So I was kind of excited when I first saw the trailer for this
1: movie, because I was like, oh, cool. Goofy Jason Momoa. I don't know if I've ever seen Goofy Jason Momoa. And while there is a little bit of that, there's not enough. And the overall story is fairly cliched. And um, unfortunately, they have Chris O'Dowd doing an American accent, which, um... Never works. So everybody just stop, mm-hmm. please, love of God, stop making Chris O'Dowd do an American accent. Um, I actually thought like for the first ten minutes or so with like Kyle Chandler and the girl, uh, w- you know, we were in for you know a really good time, but instead, it's f- everybody say it with me, it's fine, it's fine. That should really be the, the real viral sound, not its corn. I blame every one of our fans or listeners who uh haven't made me saying it's fine into a meme sound.
0: Put it on, what TikTok. did you think? <laughs> Yeah,
1: what did you think of Slumberland?
0: Oh, it's uh, it's interesting, it's nothing special, and I think don't think I'll ever see it again however like just just because like you know I explained my passing familiarity with uh the the little Nemo franchise uh and I was li- just like you know the whole time I was like ah this is there's novelty to this this is a novel thing that like this is kind of tangential to uh, an NES game I played when I was a kid. What's
1: the NES game called?
0: Little Nemo the Dream Master. It's based on uh, a newspaper comic strip from like the 1920s or 30s called Little Nemo that apparently is like a huge deal in Japan. And they made a bunch of anime series based on it.
1: Uh. I only ask because I'm going to now download the ROM. Yeah, it's a fun game. Do you remember the Home Alone game or the Home Alone 2 2 game? Vaguely. Because we got it for Genesis and the first level is in a fucking airport. And I tried playing it as a child and I was so bad at it, I couldn't get through the fucking airport. Mm hmm.
0: Was it like you have to run through the airport to try to get away from Kevin in time? Yeah,
1: I, I can't remember. To abandon exactly.
0: him.
1: Yeah, but uh, I have to now replay that game because that's that haunts me. Also, the X-Men game for Genesis haunts me.
0: <sighs> the Karate Kid game on the NES was dubious at best hmm that's a shame
1: um but yeah so momoa i i like jason momoa in this movie to a degree but uh, you know i wanted more goofy momoa not you know whatever the fuck that was like it was a little goofy a little serious little weird i don't know i feel like in Jason Momoa's career, all he's done is just be like super serious, like a little bit of smart ass guy. Uh, so I wanted to see, you know,
0: a little bit more out of him. Yeah. He definitely carries the thing, mm-hmm. but he doesn't take it that far.
1: <laughs> no,
0: no, I, no. I get what you mean. The good news is he does it all on his own. The bad news is he doesn't do that much.
1: Yeah, like uh, like I said at the beginning of the movie, I actually really like the the Kyle Chandler relationship with the the girl who I'm never gonna remember the name of because like Nemo. Oh uh, well, no, the girl like actress's name because uh, oh. I think I think we're at the point where uh, you know, and I don't want to say like she's getting old, but Shira Ronan. Uh, is getting older, and now, if you need a flashback of uh, somebody who looks like Saoirse Ronan, this girl, uh, by the name of Marlo Barkley, like, so, like, for the first ten minutes of, like, Kyle Chandler and Marlo Barkley, I was like, okay, this is cute, really like this, and then, you know, of course, Kyle Chandler has to fucking die. And then Chris O'Dowd is just like, hey, I'm the weird uncle. Uh, You've never heard of me before, and I'm going to try to be endearing to you, but you're not going to
0: like me at all because
1: that's how this movie has to work.
0: My name is Philip, and I'm dry and boring. I wonder if I'm in any way connected to the weird eccentric character whose name is Flip. I
1: mean, capable. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. I was just as shocked as everybody to find out that Flip is actually the alter ego of fucking Philip in in the movie. I
0: I sell door locks and door lock accessories. He's such a boring character. He says like I sell
1: doorknobs. I I lockpick a little. Oh, you don't find me lockpicking very interesting. Well, that sucks. I uh, hope you don't need lockpicking later in the in the movie. <laughs> I'm the feast. I am the feast. <laughs> yeah, I, like I, I love Chris O'Dowd. We, we, we stand Chris O'Dowd in this household. Uh, however, again, don't make him do an American accent. He, ca- he can't do eh. it. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, and he's just kind of there. Yeah,
1: that's probably the most upsetting part. He's just kind of there. Want more of him? Like, cause he just plays like sad uncle the entire movie. Meanwhile, I just know Chris O'Dowd as Roy or The Feast. Like, I I want him. I want to see him be outlandish. Like, I'm not saying I want to see him over Jason Momoa in this movie. But I want to see him in that kind of role.
0: You know? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like. Honestly, in a way, this movie kind of would have been better if Momoa wasn't in it and Chris O'Dowd was just playing both parts
1: but just heavily made up in the the flip roll. So you couldn't tell that he was flip and give him a Scottish accent or his Irish accent or whatever the fuck he is. I mean, that would have,
0: that would have given away the whole thing, but you know, the
1: people who know what Chris O'Dowd as an Irishman sounds like, yes, but, uh to to children who have who probably have no idea wouldn't have given away a fucking thing because they have no idea because they're fucking children yeah.
0: and stupid. Kids are fucking dumb. Uh anything else? Yeah, uh this is a heavy VFX movie.
1: Like surprisingly heavy VX VFX movie. Um her like there's a lot of underwater sea not a lot but there's like a fair amount of underwater yeah. sequences there's a lot of locations that are just visual effects shots like uh the 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 city made of glass is entirely a vfx shot so did did you care for it did you care for the vfx were you like oh, this is fucking garbage i don't
0: know i i do think that this is a good looking movie we've we've gotten good enough at, i guess just like as a species or whatever of a, like as a society yeah <laughs> we live in a so i t i don't know yeah, you, you kind of derailed me there. Uh what was the same Oh, we've gotten we've gotten pretty good enough at pretty good enough at doing visual effects that like it it usually looks fine and it looked fine. Yeah,
1: I think my only problem in this movie was the underwater sequences where um where uh, Nemo was underwater and you could see her hair floating around like it looked like fucking aquaman (laughs) and uh, like i i know the obvious compare that's the obvious comparison because you know jason momoa but you know when you have cgi hair just floating around in the water like it just it doesn't look good and i i was talking about it with ashley and by talking about it with ashley i mean like i basically yelled at her like Why can nobody animate hair right in anything ever? Even in video games, hair never looks good.
0: Well, yeah, like fucking play Horizon Zero Dawn and Aloy's hair just like shoots across the whole frame while Mm. she's just like talking to somebody.
1: Yeah, Uh, also in Frozen, Elsa's hair at one point just goes through her shoulder and, and not, you know,
0: behaves like hair. That's that's why I'm not an animator.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I. This movie's like I said, this movie's fine. Uh, I, I, I wanted a little bit more out of it. This felt like it just became too cliched and Momoa wasn't carrying enough weight behind it with ridiculous over the topness to get there in the end. Yeah.
0: But. Oh, well. You did a movie. I watched it. This is my review of it. Congratulations. Thank you.
1: All right, with that, let's move over to our patron requested review for the week, which is Singham. Well, fine, if you don't want my money. You mean, if we watch terrible movies, you'd give us money? Well, sure. Mr. Caleb, welcome to the patron review segment.
0: Singham is a 2011 not rated action crime drama film. Uh it's a Bollywood movie. It's a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. A truly honest police officer is transferred to a town controlled by a gangster. He is humiliated. The gangster believes he can use good power to bring down this officer who made him look foolish and weak. Hey, do you remember last time when you were like, "Hey, this is leaving Netflix on Tuesday?" And make sure you go no, watch it. No, and,
1: and whenever no, Caleb,
0: I want to go watch it today. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I remember Dan telling me a thing." What, Caleb? <laughs> no, fuck.
1: <sighs> I specific- I actually watched this on Tuesday night because of that. It actually left Thursday, and I told you it was leaving Thursday. Specific and I left it in the episode, so I had the receipts of me telling you it was leaving <laughs> Netflix on Thursday. Whoops! You're a fucking mon- you actually would have loved this movie. This movie is quality oh, I, as fuck. I'm extremely put out that I you haven't seen it. Like it, I, I was talking with Julio because Julio is the one who gave, who assigned this to us. It is not RRR. Or triple R or whatever the fuck I still don't, R- don't know R- what R- it is. Uh R. So, like, it's not that. I didn't enjoy it to that level, but I had a lot of fun. There were some significantly boring parts to this movie, but there are some hilariously over-the-top stupid fucking movies. Or like uh the parts of the movie. Cause Singham does this thing where he does like a fucking jump slap of people. Like all he does, he doesn't punch people. He just slaps. How can he slap? It's
0: kind of <laughs> like Pootie Tang, where he like beats the fuck out of him with his belt.
1: Yeah, yes. He, he, he fucking whip, takes off his belt and starts whipping people with it. It's fucking great. Uh, it's it's also in a, like, it shows like the abuse of the, the, the police justice system in India. Because, like, cops are easily manipulated. They're bought off very very easily. Uh Cops just beat the fuck out of whoever they want. Like, if you look at this through, like, Western eyes, you look at it and just go, how? Does anybody get convicted for anything, considering that the cops just beat the fuck out of whoever they want at any time? Uh And they just do. Don't know if that's actually what goes on in India. They that happens,
0: man. I'm just watching all the shit in the trailer here, and I'm just I'm upset. I have to send send you a gif
1: because, uh, yep, there it is. The first gif when you look up Sing (laughs) 'em. So, so th- that's <laughs> the, that's within the first thirty minutes of the movie. Sigum overhand slaps a dude in the top of the head, uh, and he takes what is a WWE fucking style bump, where he falls flat in his back and bounces forward, back up in the air, and lands on his front. It's fu- I I could not stop laughing when I saw that part. Uh, that's awesome. This movie's this movie's great. I love this movie. It, like I said, it's not RRR in terms of like fun over the top action because there are significant drag spots to this movie. Like anytime he's with his love interest, it's just a drag. Uh, you know, she's she's just not interesting enough. Like their story is just not interesting enough to carry you through it. But whenever it it turns itself up, my God, it's just enjoyable as fuck because it's just so ridiculous Bollywood shit. Like if all I did was watch Indian cinema for the rest of my life, I'd be satisfied because they're all fucking stupid enough to keep me entertained.
0: No, it's, it's honestly great. Like, I don't know, like early on in this show's run, like we fucked up a bit because we were watching Indian movies, like fucking M cream. Remember M cream? Yeah. Remember M cream? But it's just like actual Bollywood is like there's a reason people fucking talk about it all the time. It's cause it's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, we're we're hitting that that point in Bollywood in, in, at least during our run where we're we're watching like the the primo corny ass but in t- entertaining Bollywood movies. Yeah,
0: we we've deserved this after all this time. We've. Yeah. we've done it i i, I want to say it was kind of like lukewarm on the
1: movie uh, until like the very end where during the credits they show the fucking ridiculous stunts they do for the movie because uh shocker they actually do a lot of the stu- like a lot of the shit you see in the movie is actually practical stunts and then you know there's a little bit of cgi at the, like thrown in there like they do this uh they do this chase sequence during a part like in the middle of a parking lot and you find out like they do it in the middle of an empty parking lot and then just CGI in a bunch or like like i don't know, a like computer put in like a bunch of cars or whatever mm-hmm. but like the shit they do during that sequence is fucking ridiculous like they flip a car like into nothing a a car gets flipped into the ground Uh, And and like, as the guy, as the man driving the car gets pulled out of the car, everyone's fucking clapping him like the directors having a good time, like the directors doing the stunts before uh, the guy playing Singham does the stunts like it it just seems like a fun set to have been on at any point in time. Like. Fuck, I love Bollywood cinema so much, man.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's great. I've been meaning to rewatch RRR. It is three hours. It is three hours.
1: It's it's very long, but I do want to rewatch it. It, it. Like, like, like with you, it's one of those movies that I look at and just go, man, this this is great. Like I know, uh, JD from Incession film just caught up, caught up with it. And it, like, he loves it. Like, Everyone needs to watch it. I don't know if Gerald has watched it yet because of his aversion to three hour plus movies. But Gerald, for the love (sighs) of fucking Christ, just watch it and shut up. Gerald's a piece of shit. Gerald's a real piece of shit. So, yeah, uh, Singham, if you're if you're if it's somewhere, I don't know where it would be. I don't know. I have to go, like, just watch, I guess. To find out where it is. Uh, unfortunately, you can only rent it right now and only from Amazon for some fucking reason. But I, so I, that's one of those things. Where I, I don't know why Netflix didn't try to like. I guess no one was watching it. Whatever. Uh, but, uh, you know, if it's a 99 cent rent from Amazon right now. Go do that. Like that. that this movie is well worth one dollar. <laughs> mm you you will be extremely entertained. The 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 story of like Singham being like the good cop and like he is such a,
0: a beacon of what like being a good person slash good cop is. Yeah. Does he does he sing an inspirational song about himself while he's being tortured? No. So that and that's why, you know,
1: it's not as good as R. but I mean, whatever, but uh, he has his own theme song, which is always great. Yeah. You, you love it whenever people have their own theme song. It plays multiple times throughout the movie. I wish I had my own theme song. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, go spend the 99 cents. Or if you want to just own it forever, buy it for $3 on Amazon. Caleb, going to Amazon immediately. I'm actually seeing
0: if it's on Vudu.
1: No, it's not. Like uh, I'm on uh, Just Watch and like it, it's only bitch. Amazon. It's it's the weirdest thing. Like normally, when things go to like the rental sites, they go to every rental site, not just one.
0: Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Any uh, anything else to say about Singham? No. Uh, like I
1: I can't I can't recommend uh, a movie more than saying hi. Spend
0: bunny on this movie. So. I don't know. Eventually we'll get to review Singham Returns, so I need Singham Returns. Singham
1: Returns I I just need to know like what what is even his driving force in that movie?
0: Uh I'll read the IMDb description for Singham Returns. Owing to the wrongdoings right. affiliated with evils similar to black money, an honest but ferocious police officer returns as the Deputy Commissioner of Police with the prospect of wiping out injustice.
1: And it just sounds like the plot of Singham. <laughs> All right. That's the episode of Netflix and Swill. Uh, next week on the show, uh, my mom, my mom uh, will be on. We'll be on the episode, uh, probably only for just one segment. It'll probably be the review segment. Maybe a little bit of embarrassing Dan story talk. But uh, we'll be talking about The Good Nurse, starring Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne. Uh, it's close enough to true crime that I think my mom would enjoy it. Okay. Uh, and then, I don't know, do you want to do something else in the, in
0: the latter part of the, the thingy? Well, we don't have it on the schedule. I was thinking that I would watch the fucking Wednesday Adams show and maybe talk about that. I don't yeah. know if it's for uh- me. Or us or anybody. Or it looks anybody. like it's kind of aimed at a younger generation, but.
1: Nah. Nah. I, I I would like to watch that show at some point. Uh, Next week might be a, an issue for me, though, because, you know, I drive all day Wednesday. Uh, I'm driving back all day Saturday. So who who the fuck knows if I'd ever get to be
0: able to watch any part of it. But, you know, it's yeah. there. And it's the thing. It's a holiday week. We're going to be traveling a lot. so. Uh, we can just do a, a, a mulligan. yeah. Go to six. I don't know, we'll talk about uh, the greatest day for the entire world, which is American Thanksgiving. It's a great day for America and therefore the world.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Great day for Canada and therefore the world.
0: Yes, and you can see that the princess has put her arms into the royal pudding. The prince is scraping it off as it's tradition. What a weird South Park <sighs> episode.
1: I know, right? All right. Uh, so that's uh, this episode of Netflix and Spill. Check us out at Netflix and Spoil.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things Netflix and Spill. Uh, this assumes, of course, that Twitter is dead by the time you're listening to this podcast, which could be fucking true. Who knows? Uh, but also join a Discord server if that's the case. You can follow up on the show. Uh, Also, check out what we're watching and what everybody else is watching and also just be hang out with cool people. We're all cool people. Sometimes Casey Moore drops by and is like, hey, this thing is cool. Check it out. Scoop.
0: I'm not very cool. You're okay. I have no chill. Uh, Thank you to Space Weather for the use of our theme song Bitter, which is how. uh, Mr. Bean felt about losing the rat race. It's a race. I'm weaning, I'm weaning. Fucking weird movie. That's it. Goodbye, everybody. Until next week, this is Caleb saying we'll see you next Tuesday.